0: Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. Dr. Williams is the author of the acclaimed book, Shattered by the Darkness, Putting the Pieces Back Together After Child Abuse. Dr. Williams is on the Senior Leadership Team at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. And Dr. Williams travels the United States speaking and training professionals, parents and victims about the importance of dealing with abuse and personal trauma head on and not being afraid to break the silence of your own personal pain. Feel free to call in to tonight's show at 888-627-6008 and speak with Dr. Williams and his guests live on air. And now, your host, Dr. Williams.
1: Good evening and welcome to Breaking the Silence. I am Greg Williams and welcome to my home this evening. We are live from the most beautiful city in the world, Houston, Texas. And it is awesome to have you with me tonight and be with the program. And we just appreciate you all being here, giving up a little bit of your time uh, for us just to share with you some things that we've always said from day one when we started the program about three and a half years ago now, that if you promise to just come in and uh, spend a few minutes with you. We promise to give you something that's going to help you going into next week. Tonight will not be an exception to that rule, even though we have plans that have changed. Just a few moments ago, I got a an email uh, from our guest this evening and said that she is getting on a plane, uh, emergency flight to Washington D.C., and she will not be able to make the program tonight. And that was Myra Gillian uh from i am vanessa gillian foundation and the older sister of vanessa uh, we're going to uh, talk to her and I, when she was getting on the plane uh she said i'm sorry i can't make it tonight uh, can we reschedule? I said, hey, let's reschedule right now so everybody that's on the program this evening that's listening in can go ahead and put on their calendar of when she will be on the program, and you can go ahead and make plans, and she agreed to Sunday night, January 1st, so be two weeks from tonight, 8 p.m. live, uh, right here, and she will be on the program as she Said she promised not to let us down that night. And, and I told her, I said, Hey, wait, life happens. Things happen. She was called to Washington DC because she's involved in these foundations and these bills and acts that has been created, named and formed to help protect, uh, military uh, personnel, people that, uh, have endured and enduring sexual harassment. And I said, hey, no need to apologize. Life happens. So uh, thank you for rescheduling. And that'll be on January 1st, 2023, believe it or not. So that will be the first show of the 2023 season. And then the show immediately following that, which will be on January 8th. I am pumped about this. And I don't know if you all are uh, huge uh, America's Got Talent fans, but I am. I watch every episode when that comes on, I just love America's Got Talent. Kichi will be on. Uh, she is from a local pearland, a town uh, just right outside of Houston. and she was on America's Got Talent was one of the finalists on America's Got Talent. and she was in a plane crash that burned her body from head to toe. and she has a beautiful voice. She sang on America's Got Talent and uh, she actually received uh, Simon Cowell's uh, Golden Buzzer, and she will be on the program 8 p.m. on Sunday, uh, January 8th, and uh, her book that I'm reading right now is called More Than My Scars, The Power of Perseverance, Unrelenting Faith, and Deciding What Defines You. Those two shows, January 1st with uh, Myra Gillian and uh, January 8th with Kichi is gonna be absolutely unbelievable. So we're gonna be kicking off 2023 in a wonderful way. Now, when you deal with live radio, uh, live TV, live production, stuff happens just like in life. So since I found out about this just minutes ago, you're stuck with me this evening. So if you want to talk about a subject, if you have something you want to just share, uh, feel free at 888-627-6008. I'm going to share you like I was planning on sharing uh, at the beginning of the program right before Myra. Uh, I always like to share just a few thoughts um, about what I'm dealing with or going through or maybe what you've been going through or something that can help you go into next week. And going into... Tomorrow, we're at an exact week away from Christmas Sunday, which is next Sunday, uh, Christmas Eve, next Saturday night. Uh, And you're probably, I don't know if you're like me, but I like getting out and shopping now. I like to wait to the last minute and feel that rush and that adrenaline. But a lot of things come up in my mind when um, we deal with Christmas holidays, and I I shared in, in my book, Shattered by the Darkness, um, why Christmas is so tough for me, because it reminds me of um, the first memory that I have of my dad abusing me. And so Christmas is really not such a wonderful uh, holiday for me, although I think I've healed from a lot of that and moved on from a lot of that. But it's one of those things that I have to process. I have to work through. I have to deal with each and every holiday season. So I have to start looking for the positives and try to stay away from the negative things uh, so I can be able to cope. Will I ever get over it? I tell people this all the time when they call me and they want to talk and they want to share and they want to. Uh, get help from whatever situation they're in or traumatic event that's happened to them in their own life, I always say that, hey, you will never get over what you've dealt with, what's happened to your past, but you will learn how to live with it a little better. So I deal with that each and every Christmas season. And um, I just wanna share with you these thoughts right now. And then the latter part of the program, I'm gonna share with you off the cuff, basically, Uh, How to get through the holiday seasons, how to get through this week, especially if you're hurting, you're in pain and you need a little extra motivation to keep on keeping on. But let me tell you, first of all, as we go out and buy gifts uh, for people uh, and, you know, I've kind of decided in my own life that I am not going to go out and buy gifts of people that don't appreciate me people that don't respect me people that don't treat me in the manner that i feel i need to be treated i'm not going to do any more gifts on the order of obligation i'm not obliged to give anybody anything unless i want to But one thing I want to kind of iterate right now, and and feel free to take notes, because I, I think this is something that really helps me. Love is a gift. It's not alone. And I don't give it out, and make sure you don't give it out, expecting it to be returned. When you're expecting it to be returned, can you even call that real love? I don't think so. And I know folks complain over and over and over from the lack of support that they receive and they're upset because they put something on Facebook and not enough people liked it or thumbs up it or smiley faced it or whatever you do on Facebook or LinkedIn and all that. And um, they always go out and like everybody's stuff. And then it irritates them when they don't get that in return. And it makes support, to me, seem like currency. And if anybody knows me, they know I don't run my Facebook page. I don't run my website page. I'm on LinkedIn just because the publisher told me you need to be on LinkedIn and need to be on these social media sites. But I don't post every five minutes a quote from my book so people will go out and buy the book or say, hey, I liked your book and start getting accolades. I don't do that. I'm not after that. And I think if you're after that, then you're doing things so you will receive things in return. Personally, I don't want anybody supporting me, anybody following me, that are looking for something in return. Neither should you. Why should you? If you enjoy my stuff, share it. If not, no stress. Same way right now for you teenagers that are gonna be going back to high school or grade school or college in a couple of weeks, and you fix your hair, wear your clothes, put on your makeup, just so somebody will like the way you look. You know, folks, it's not about that. It has nothing to do with that. Love and support people who want to love and support you. That's the key to life. There are some people in your lives that will triumph. And when they triumph, it brings you joy and you love it. Support them. If you don't particularly enjoy that individual, then ignore their existence and do your own thing and just keep on, keep it on in life. When folks don't live up to your expectations, let me tell you what happens immediately following And tell me if I'm wrong. Bitterness and negativity starts welling up inside of you. Only we carry that burden. Not them. So let that stuff go. Focus on the people who love you. And there's a word there that I always like to throw in because I think it's important that love you unconditionally, that love you for exactly who you are, not for what you can do for them, what you can give to them, how good you can make them feel, but they love you for who you are. And those who love you, receive that. Disregard the rest. We're not all going to get along. And that's okay. That's all right. We don't have to. But don't focus on the ones that don't care about you. Having people to love as we go into the holiday season this week is a gift having people that you care about and truly love is a gift. Don't take them for granted. And include yourself on that list. And And let, let me show you, if you have you here and you have that person that you love and they love you and you connect, let me tell you that life happens all the time And especially during the holiday seasons, we remember this. And when something happens to this person unexpectedly, and they are no longer with us, and they're gone from our life, no one can replace that void that is caused because of their now absence in their life, in your world. So when you have somebody that you love and you have connected with, you better enjoy every single moment that you can with them and treasure those moments because life happens just like that. And they can be gone. I'm not trying to scare you, but Myra in a couple of weeks is going to tell the story about her sister was gone in the prime of her life in the military. And one day it all changed. And I believe we've all had and experienced things like that in our life. And so having those people in your life, having those people that you love is truly, truly a gift. And the act of loving is a gift Itself. So don't take that for granted either. Not everyone is afforded that opportunity. Let me tell you, if I can get really serious here, and since it's just me tonight, the things that are most important in life are faith and family. Faith and and family, and then relationships. In those top three, none of those have anything to do with material possessions. So why, at Christmas, do we go out and buy material things to give somebody to let them know that we care love for them? I don't know. You know, this Christmas, if somebody was going to buy me a gift, I'd way prefer right now, I hope you saved the receipt. Take it back to Marshalls or Ross or TJ TJ Maxx or uh, take it back to the dollar store, wherever you got it. Get your money back. Because it's not the material things that make me smile. I would way prefer... For you to take two minutes of your time, come up to me and look into my eyes and say, Greg, I love you because of you. And then give me a hug. That's the best gift that a person can give this Christmas. It's not about a gift that's going to be boxed back up and put in the corner and never used or be broken 20 minutes later. It's about somebody that cares and it's about you caring. And there's a quote that goes like this. Love is not property. Love is not diamonds. Love is not gifts. It's about sharing your very self with those most important people around you. That's what love is all about. That's what gifts are all about. And it's not the most that it's the most important part of your life is when you can actually find somebody that you can really look at and say i know everything about you and in spite of that i love you so reconsider your shopping list what you're going to buy somebody Because I think the most precious, valuable treasure that you can give somebody is you, your time, your words. But most important, just a few seconds of your heart and say, I love you because of who you are. We all deserve that. You know, I have true friends on my hand that probably don't even feel this hand. But I want to let you know, those friends mean the world to me. And I care. And everybody deserves that. So when you go out shopping this year, uh, maybe you've already done it. But make sure if you've already got them a gift, go ahead and give it to them. It's okay. But don't just toss it to them and say, hey, Merry Christmas and move on. Look at them in their eye and say, I really care. Thanks for being you. And I love you. That's what love, Christmas and gift-giving to me is all about. We're going to be right back after our first commercial break and if you want to get involved in the conversation, if you have a comment or a thought about what the holiday season means to you, feel free to call in. The wonderful people at BBS radio station will listen to you and patch you right into you into me tonight live from Houston, Texas 888-627-6008. And we'll be right back right after this first commercial break. Hang with us. See you in a minute. You know, I tell you what, I have been working on this project for the last couple of years and we keep promising you that this book was gonna come out, but it is now out right now on Kindle edition and I can't be more excited than I am about this book because it's a perfect timing for what our teenagers, 20 year olds, 30 year olds, basically everybody needs. And it's called When the Dark Clouds Come, The Roadmap to Hope. It's available right now on Amazon on Kindle and to be available August 16th, uh, actually on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Target, uh, Books a Million, all those sites, and just a few topics that it talks about. Chapter one, you're gonna find out how, where you are in life and how to find out the, how to get where you're going. Chapter eight tells you about how to take control back of your life. Chapter 11, to deals with how you're dealing with anxiety and anger after 12 goes even deeper into depression how do you deal with that hurt pain and suicide and there are just so many things i personally believe that every person that's listening to me every parent every grandparent every school teacher every doctor every library every church every counselor every minister needs a copy of this book and copies to hand out to the people that are going through some of their own storms of their life. When the dark clouds come, the roadmap to hope. Get this one. I'm proud of this. And this is the one book that I wish I had when I was going through all of that abuse. When I was a child, when I was a teenager, I wish I had that to be able to turn to be able to learn how to get through my storms to hope. Roadmap To hope when the dark clouds come, don't miss it. It's on Amazon right now. Welcome back. i tell you what, um, that book to me is, is an awesome book. I, I'm really proud of this. Uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, helped edit it and helped design the cover and picked it out and did a lot of stuff. And, and, um, it's just a, uh, a wonderful book. It'd be a, a great book to give to, uh, a teenager, uh, a high schooler, or a college-age student, even a 30-, 40-year-old, for anybody. There's all kinds of things that's in here that could really, really help. But uh, you can get that now. That was an old commercial, but you can get that now uh, in uh, the soft cover or uh, in the Kindle edition uh, right on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target. You can get on all the sites. It's right there. You know, as we go into um, the holiday season, there's a lot of things that uh, brings – The holiday blues, you know, it's, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Sometimes it's not, um, the most wonderful time for a lot of people. Uh, how do you deal with depression during these times? How do you deal with those downer days? And, and you have these clouds that kind of overtake you and, um, you can't overcome that. And it seems like you can't shake them. Um, If you have some advice, I'm gonna give you 10 different uh, tips on how to do that and how to deal with the holiday blues. But if you have something you wanna share that helps you get through, 888-627-6008. Would love to have your input. Would love to have your conversation with me tonight since I'm here all alone. And I'm trying to just travel through this as best as I can. But 10 ways to deal With the holiday blues, when you start experiencing your feelings, feel those feelings. And the only way out is through. To me, that is absolutely priceless. There's no secret sauce to this. There's no magic formula. And no matter what anybody says, and we've had a lot of these folks on the show, there's no position that you can get your body and the way you can do your fingers and go into a yoga mantra and start humming your way into bliss. That doesn't exist. There's some ways that it may help de-stress you a little bit, but it won't get you all the way through. So I'm not making fun of those Matras mantras and those forms of being able to try to handle uh, things on your own, in your own way. But I want to encourage you to feel the feelings and work your way through it. And the best way that I know to be able to do that is journaling. And during the commercial I ran uh, to the room and just just pulled out, I, I journal all the time. And I have all these journals that, uh, and they come in all kinds of different ways. You can just grab them and start putting your feelings down on paper and how you feel right now. Don't be afraid to jot those down. Work your way through. And I always like to go to the extreme of the feelings. So when I journal every day, When I take a page, two, three, four, five pages, it all depends on what kind of day I've had, whether it's good journaling or bad journaling. But my emotional journaling goes onto that those pages so I don't have to carry it with me throughout the next day. That's where I leave my baggage is in these books. I leave them there. And the best way to do that is to start saying, hey, today's Sunday, December 18th. I feel like this. And you start expressing the feelings. The good things that happen to you, I always do mine at the end of the day. The bad things that happen, the things that concern you, the things that worry you, the things that stress you out, the things that maybe even cause you to question your existence. The things that make you want to give up. The things on good days that say, hey, wait, I'm glad I was alive to be able to see this day. And write those down. So don't just straight uh, look forward to the negativity and trying to get rid of it. But the positive stuff you need to put on there too. That is so important. So don't be afraid to feel your feelings and write those thoughts down. And the only way out The the holiday blues is through it. Get through it. Open yourself to other people. I want to tell you what you don't have to face life alone. A lot of days, a lot of hours, a lot of time. I'm in this place alone. And Sometimes it gets really small. Sometimes it gets really dark. Sometimes it gets really lonely. But I know I'm not alone. I know I have people that care. And all it would take is a text, a phone call, an email. And if you feel alone and you don't think you have anybody, At the beginning of the show and the end of the show, my phone number is broadcast, 832-396-6525. From around the world, I get phone calls all the time. And I, most of the time, never find out their name. I just find out from what country they're in. People that feel alone and want to share their experience, their hurt, their pain, Or they just want a voice or an ear to talk to, to hear from, to let them know that they're not alone. Now, for all of you pessimists, you can say, well, Greg, that's because you're getting paid a lot of money for that. Thanks for playing that game. But no, I'm not. I do that free of charge. I don't charge anybody to call and talk to me for as long as they want. That's my way of paying back to try to help one more person before I give up my final breath. But you have to, for my opinion, if you decide not to do a journal, not to put yourself into this, then you have to find somebody to pour yourself in to. I also believe in meditation. Now, however you want to take that, you're more than welcome. Some people that have faith, I have faith. I I truly believe that I don't know if I can make it through the day without opening my Bible and meditating on his word. Why? Because that's the only thing in my life that is absolutely truth and will never, ever let me down. So I meditate on that. And in that meditation, it helps me quiet the thoughts that sometimes haunts me, torments me, and sometimes absolutely causes me to wonder who I am and why I'm here. So meditate, fill yourself up with positive thoughts, all kinds of different ways to do that. You pick your own. Some work for you, some don't. Some work for me, some don't but find and practice and experiment to find a way to be able to get through those blues during this week of Christmas. Now my phone's going crazy right now. So people are calling me and I obviously can't get on the phone right now to talk to you, but I'll be back with you here just shortly. So call back or leave me a number on my voicemail and I'll call you right back. Another way, start a new holiday tradition instead of focusing on An old one or one that once was, especially folks, if you're dealing with grief, if you're dealing with someone close to you that is no longer there. And a lot of people deal with that every year. And if you're dealing with grief, especially try this, start something new, a new holiday tradition a new way to dealing with things, a new way that you're going to experience Christmas, a new way that you're going to be able to handle the Christmas holiday and tell the kids, hey, this year we're all going to do this. Just throw it out on them. Say, we're going to do that this year. And don't be ashamed of that. If it helps you get through that year, then it's okay for you. And the kids and everybody in your family ought to be able to understand this is the way I'm going to be able to deal with how I'm going to deal with what I need to deal with. This is how I can get that baggage loosened off of that nerve that I've been carrying around that's been grinding in. I need to do something different than what I normally do. I remember the first Thanksgiving after my brother Uh, was killed at 36 years old. Um, Mom didn't want to experience that. We all knew she didn't want to experience that, but the thing to do was to always go to her house for Thanksgiving dinner. She, She tried to play the game. She cooked the turkey, the dressing, the mashed potatoes and the gravy and all the trimmings. She came to the table with the turkey. She then got stood up from the table, grabbed the turkey, went to the trash can and threw it away and said, not this year. And she went and got bologna and threw it on the table and sliced white bread and said, there, that's all I can do this year. We didn't get mad. We didn't get upset. We understood. She only had so much to give. And that was her way of being real with us. And I respect that. So feel free to come up with a new tradition. Try turning your lights on a little brighter. Sometimes we live in the darkness, especially when you're alone. You decide to just have one light I, I pretty well have a dark in here most of the time, unless I'm, I'm doing a, an interview or a training on Zoom and a radio show like this. I turn the lights all on so everybody can see. But uh, sometimes darkness isn't so great for us. And matter of fact, the winter season uh, pauses within itself. When the time changes, it causes the blues automatically because it gets dark sooner and nobody likes that. Um, and it causes an emotional drainage. So remember that. Turn turn on some lights. Make a gift. Don't go out and buy it. Make one. Creativity is therapeutic. Any time, any type of artistry or medium is great for people that are hurting. I sit here and play of this thing, time after time after time, trying to work through my emotions and what I'm going through. And for me, that's my sometimes way to get through the night, to get through the day. I'm sure sometimes my neighbors don't appreciate me doing that at midnight, but I'll turn it down a little bit. But any type of creativity – Making of a gift, painting a painting, uh, drawing a picture, uh, putting together Legos, uh, doing any type of thing like that is a way to be able to release some of that stress and uh, can be very, very therapeutic. Um, Keep moving. Don't just sit in a chair. Don't just stay in one place. Get up, exercise, boost endorphins. It's scientifically proven that if you exercise and get up and move, your body automatically responds to that. And it chemically makes you mentally in better shape, a better mood. So don't be afraid to just get up and move. Okay, that's all right. Get outside. Go outside and take a walk. (laughs) Even if it's cold and it's cold right now. Uh we're experiencing the 40s and the 50s right now. This morning, I think it was down in the 30s in Houston. And for me, it's like, whoa, this is really, really, really cold. Although I'm from the St. Louis area, I used to snow. But uh, anytime when it gets down to the 50s or 40s, I'm freezing now. But anyway, don't be afraid to get outside. Nature within itself has an awesome way to be able to heal, to be able to bring up good thoughts, to be able to allow us to help. Uh, get through some of the tough times and some of the tough days. Treat yourself with kindness. Don't be afraid to to go pamper yourself. Don't be afraid to go buy a, a gift for yourself, to go to a spa, go get a, a manicure, a massage, a pedicure, a facial, whatever it is. Spoil yourself a little bit. And uh, that that's another way to help deal with the holiday blues. Give of yourself to someone else that is in greater need. This is a money back guarantee. And I promise you this, that if you're hurting, you're depressed, you don't want to deal with Christmas. Go out and buy a whole bunch of Hershey's Kisses. And go to a nursing home. And go up and down the hallway. And just tell people Merry Christmas and hand them some candy. You'll realize that when you help somebody else, when you care for somebody else, when you see people that are in worse conditions than you, that can't get out of the wheelchair, that can't get out of their bed, that haven't had a visitor in weeks or months, or maybe don't even have family, it'll automatically recharge and refuel your own tank. I promise you that. So if you can't get by it and can't get through it, and you don't know how you're going to deal with it, decide to give of yourself to somebody that is not in as good a shape as you. And I promise you, they will appreciate it. And when you get back in your car after that 15 minutes, 30 minutes, hour, you're going to feel good about what you've just done. Another couple of things just off the top of my head. Breathe. Don't forget to breathe. It's kind of important. But take deep breaths. Let all of that in and out. Deal with stress that way. And then just blow it out and pause, slow down. This season, the commercialization, the modern world, technology and internet and phones, and all of this other stuff gets us from the moment that we wake up in the morning in a dead heat run all the way to the very last, before we start snoring, At night. And some people. Go to bed with their phones in their hands. And every time it vibrates. They wake up and they text or whatever. Slow down. Put it on mute. Put it down. And just pause. Fill your life. With positivity. Think of other people. More than yourself. Breathe. All of these are just ways to get through a week that may be a tough week for you. If it's not for you, share these with other people that it may be. If you want to get involved in the conversation, 888-627-6008. We're going to take our last commercial break, and we'll be back for the final segment of Breaking the Silence. Hang with us. We'll be back for one more session. Hang with us.
0: HCI Publishing that brought you the international bestsellers, A Child Called It, and the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Comes the latest book by Dr. Gregory Williams, Shattered by the Darkness. This book describes the horrific abuse that Dr. Williams suffered at the hands of his father for over 12 years and the damaging effect of keeping everything silent. About that abuse for 30 years. If you're looking for that book that you can't put down, then pick up a copy of "Shattered by the Darkness" by Dr. Gregory Williams at all Barnes and Noble stores, Amazon, and Books a Million. Now, back to breaking the silence with Dr. Gregory Williams.
1: Welcome back. This is the final segment, so we're going to make it. I actually, I didn't know if I could talk for an hour, but those people that know me know that I can talk for a lot more than this. But welcome back, and uh, just want to remind you that our guest tonight was unable. She was heading to Washington, D.C. on an emergency flight, uh, Myra Gillian, and she will be with us on January 1st, Sunday night live at 8 p.m. And then uh, Kichi uh, from America's Got Talent will be on January 8th. Uh at 8 p.m. live right here uh on breaking the silence. So uh I hope you are able to work that into your schedule. You can always tape TV to watch this live because you never know uh what's gonna happen like tonight. I didn't know I was gonna be all by myself. 888 627 6008 I don't think anybody's called in. They may have been logged off when they found out that I'm just gonna be talking um off my own mind tonight, but uh, I appreciate you hanging with me. And if you're still there, I just want to give out a couple more tips before we close out up tonight. That, you know, when, when you go into the holiday season and you expect uh, things to be stressful, I want to let you know that we cause a lot of that stress on our own when we expect per- perfection. It's not going to be perfect. Everything and every dish that you decide to lay out at Christmas Day or Christmas Eve dinner with your family, your friends, or your your significant other, and uh, your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and you have everything just right, and then all of a sudden you drop the platter of stuffing or whatever. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. We cause that stress on ourselves. Perfectionism is something that only happens on that hallmark station of those movies that they play one after another. And I watch them, I get involved in them, and I enjoy them, and I'm not making fun of them because I actually get drawn into them myself. But those kind of perfect situations don't happen very often in life, and don't expect it to happen in your own. Now, how can you tell the difference between stressful or sad feelings and something that is a little more serious? Something that you may need professional help on. Okay? I'm just going to burn through these. If you have an irritability that is inside of you that just keeps gnawing and you can't get over it, and it just keeps eating at you. And it's the irritability, and put some of these together, it's not just one, so, oh, I need a therapist. But if it's just something that you can't get over, and it just grinds all the time, 24-7. Included with that, if you have a loss of interest in activities that used to be enjoyable to you, That could be a red flag. If you have a feeling of hopelessness, that there's no reason to keep on keeping on, that there's no hope in your life. And if you also have persistent thoughts of something bad happening, something bad is always going to happen. It's always going to happen. Then if obviously, if you have thoughts of death or suicide or suicide attempts, immediately reach out to somebody. Um, If you don't have the ability anymore to take care of yourself, if you're worried that you're gonna be able to get through the night, if you're worried that you're not eating anymore, if you're not bathing anymore, if you don't think you can function anymore on your own. Those are keys and signs that this is more than just the holiday blues. This is something that you need to deal with and something that is serious. Now, the last topic, and then we'll finish this holiday special that we ended up throwing out at you at a drop of a hat. How can you prevent This anxiety uh, at holidays, and how can you best cope while you're going through it? First, don't be afraid to make plans in advance. This is the way you plan on spending the day. Don't just go off the cuff, try to plan it. Not absolutely every minute of the day, but make plans in advance. Number two, ask for help. If you're used to doing it all on your own and you were the Santa Claus and the, the, uh, the meal maker and the festive partier and you were in charge of everything, don't be afraid this year. If you just have these downtimes, ask for help. Ask a brother, sister, mom, dad, a friend, a child, They help you out this year. Can they come over earlier than normal and and help you set the table? uh, Decorate the tree or whatever. Number three, be open. Don't be afraid to talk to people about the way you feel. Don't be afraid to tell people that you're hurting. Don't be afraid to say, hey, wait. If I'm not up to par like I normally am, it's because I'm hurting. It's because I'm not quite in the holiday spirit. And I want you to know that up front. We already talked about perfectionism. Don't allow it to enter in because it's not going to be perfect. I promise you that. Nothing ever is. And the last thing, Don't isolate yourself. Surround yourself with people that you love and that love you. Reach out to others, especially when you're feeling alone. And folks, there's nothing better than family. There's nothing better than somebody that cares and letting you know that you're never, never I really hope and pray that you have an awesome holiday week before Christmas this coming week. I appreciate you joining uh, us tonight uh, for breaking the silence. Uh, Join us next week uh, for a repeat next week on Christmas Day. But then the next live uh, show will be on January 1st with Myra Gillian. And I always want to leave this show like I do every show for the last three and a half years. No matter what you're going through, No matter what has happened to you in life, no matter what you are dealing with this very moment, no matter what is coming in store for you in the morning, I want to promise you, and you can lean in if you want to, I want to promise you right now, there's always, always hope. Never give up on hope. And to be honest with you, that's what Christmas is all about. Have an awesome Christmas week. Have an awesome Christmas. And may God bless you and your family. And we'll see you live again on the first day of 2023. God bless and Merry Christmas. Good night to y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. To contact Dr. Williams, dial 832-396-6525 or email him at shatteredbythedarkness at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us each Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific on BBS Radio Station 1, For the next episode of Breaking the Silence.